three, two, one. It's been a heavy week, as one can attest to. So I'm just going to start off light. So, so heavy. We're, I'm going to start off light here. I mean, not really heavy because, like, you know, the, the the joke is about an ox. But, hey, Adam, what do you call an yes. ox with a big butt? Um, Barack Obama. Buttocks! Oh, buttocks. <laughs> Well, I was close. I guess I'll take uh, that for what it's worth. <laughs> Adam, did you have to go political? Really? <laughs> I mean, what else is there to talk about in the world besides... You know, we've been bombarded by American politics. Some of us have been doom scrolling since Tuesday night. <laughs> well, yeah, was... I'm not going to name names, but some of us have just been doom scrolling. What are you talking about? I'm looking at this new uh, discussion from the network. That's all I've been... Re- re- That's what I'm saying, all week dude. Long. I've been on the network forums <laughs> all week long. I've I've been getting to this very heated debate with somebody. He's like, "Did you know they're actually not Green Day?" I'm like, "What are you talking about? Of course they're Green Day. <laughs> this is the evidence right here to show that they are Green Day." I was like, "Well, it's right. actually not because uh, like look because like you know Mike Dern said specifically that that they're not yeah. Green Day." Like, well, he's lying. Like seven years. He's fucking ago. lying. I know, but I mean, you know, the, when when the network is the only band that's like keeping children from a secret pedophile pizza gate <laughs> ring i mean this is they're like the only band uh, that's that's speaking out against that kind of action no band has ever spoken out against child abuse and and drinking the blood of the innocent so i'm just glad that uh <laughs> the church of lushatology is finally coming back into the forefront but what else happened this week i have no idea like this is all i've been paying attention to well a I mean, I don't know if you knew this, but like uh, the U.S. has a new president. Is it Howie Hawkins of the Green Party? Mm, yes, Howie Hawkins, <laughs> Green Party. <laughs> I mean, he he was he was like the, the 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 fourth or fifth Green Party candidate to have a female woman of color as the uh, vice presidential right. nominee. But I I don't know. Was there something else? I mean, is, is is anybody else bold enough to have a woman of color as their running mate? Man. I don't think so. Okay. I don't, and I don't think it's ever going to happen in the history of the United States. Oh, wait, it just happened it literally just, like two hours ago. I know. Well, and look at, I mean, the coronavirus is still like raging away. I mean, what is what is this new administration done to fix these problems? I thought that by voting outside of my ideology and voting for joe biden that we would have an instantaneous cure just like that (laughs) for for coronavirus but now i'm i'm waiting he he was declared winner literally we recorded this on saturday afternoon in the west coast like we he was declared winner like two and a half hours ago i know and there's still no coronavirus vaccine i know there's been no work done i feel like i should have just voted you know with 70 million other people and voted for trump (laughs) You know, <laughs> might as well. I mean, he got more support this time around than last time. So uh, Adam, obviously, <laughs> we, there's no way. We but if you take about that, right? if you if you take away all of the fake ballots and the dead people that voted, I mean, who really comes out on top? We'll never know because there's okay, no way so, to tell if anybody's dead or alive in this folks, world of ours. <laughs> welcome to the skinny with Mike and Adam. We, we, there's no way we can't get into this right now. But we're, before yes. we get into what, what few music news that we have this week, and we're going to get into a track-by-track review of No Eternity in Gold 
by um by uh, like Moss of Flame. And also I want to introduce we also want to introduce you guys to another band um this this uh, this week as well. Uh they were they 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 asked they reached out to us just like um just like you know band from last week and uh they wanted us to share their new single that's actually coming out this Friday. So more on that in a, in a little bit. But of course um just like we did four years ago after the after the after the election immediately after the election like uh, we got to talk we got to talk about this joe biden is now the 46th president of these united states well he will be in january but he, he will be know, yes he, he was is... just he was just awarded the presidency uh, 2 hours ago yeah who who so yeah this joe biden guy who is he like i feel like the term president biden like th- that sounds familiar Mm. But was there another word that may have been in front of that? I'm confused because I know I I, I want to say that I saw this commercial of this this Joseph Biden guy like at a elementary school. He was talking to this little kid or something, and he's like, he said something about like him and like Obama. Like, are you familiar with Obama? Oh Apparently, yeah. Apparently, like him and this Obama guy. Like, he said like, oh, we're best buds. And like, you know, <laughs> said it to this little boy, and he was like, oh, like you know, because he because his mom or something. He was sitting next to his mom, and he's like, he's like, hey, this is gonna be the next president of the United States. And the little kid goes like, "Oh, like Obama?" And he's like, "Hey, guess what? Like me and me and me and me and President Obama, we're best buds, you know." Best buds. <laughs> it was this really cute commercial, and it's like it kind of shows like his character and stuff. But anyway, we play um, Mario Kart together all the time, all the time. <laughs> you know, I, I let him win every now and then because he he like he thinks he can win with Wario, and like everyone yeah. knows, like all the heavy characters are slow, but they can take turns really well. That's so, but you know, on like a on this traditional track, like they're just gonna lose. So, like I just let him just win. just like Joe Biden takes turns takes turns very well. He waited his <laughs> turn, and now he waited his <laughs> turn. In a lot of ways, when you when you see the lead up to the uh, you know crowning the Democratic. Uh, presidential nominee in a lot of ways joe biden just kind of tripped on his dick and became like (laughs) (laughs) i mean and became the presidential nominee for the democrats this year i mean i've been you know speaking out against him all year long because i (laughs) i never saw this coming i never i I never believed that it would actually happen i was i'm still holding out that the lawsuits will finally win their way out and rudy giuliani will be vindicated for all of his scribbling of numbers sane man rudy giuliani yes yes i mean so i'm 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 as shocked as and was totally just tucking in his shirt in that movie right (laughs) he was totally just tucking in his shirt i know i know yeah we all saw it you see uh you see borat's daughter i mean you just can't hold yourself back especially when you know she's 15 uh how how surprised were you that the Uh, uh, that the the um election turned out the way it did 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 this shock you at all like uh, did you expect joe biden to win or did you kind of have that lingering thought in the back of your mind that trump might actually pull this pull this one out just like he did four years ago i I, i'm always about pulling it out baby so uh i believe that that, that you have more kids than i do i think your pullout game is weak dude (laughs) i don't really believe in pulling out when it comes to that (laughs) but you know (laughs) um but uh yeah i i was very in, uh, in shock I was just like crying on my drive home, you know, you know, I was watching what was going on on Tuesday and I'm just like, this is bullshit. I can't believe this is happening. And then Joe Biden started winning later that evening. And I was like, oh, okay, well, well maybe that was ex- things will turn around. Well, that was expected too, right? Because also <laughs> you have to remember back. I don't know how much like coverage you watch but of everything, but I just see highlights here and there because I can't stand to hear Trump's voice. But like, you know, <laughs> he was very publicly during his rallies talking to talking to support and say like, don't 
use mail-in nope. voting because yeah, that's, it's a, all that's a fraud. fraudulent, right? It's all a hoax. So I expected... Biden's the, personally the, submitted 5,000 ballots for just by per, himself. Per person, yes. I know. That's I what do. he was doing this whole time. Was, but like, <laughs> so, I mean, I expected to see, like, you know, what they call the red wave where, you know, all of the all of the Trump supporters out there would vote on election day and it would look like he was in the lead. Even though like, if you look at the numbers, he wasn't ever really in the lead. Like Biden still like got all those East coast um, states pretty early on. And um, like he, like he was always ahead in the electoral college, but like all the big States, you know, it, it, you know, he was ahead in like, you know, Pennsylvania and Georgia for a while and, and in Michigan and, um, you know, and, and, and in a lot of states too. In but, Wisconsin. Um, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, I was uh, like, you know, I was pretty much like thinking it was over by eight o'clock, nine o'clock uh, Tuesday night. I was like, well, Trump seems to have like a sizable lead in these very large states. So I'm like, well, right. I can, yeah, and I've, that's I've, survived, his... I've survived four years. I can survive four more. Like, oh, I'll just dude, like, letting just that barely. settle. That, and, that's, and that's like, and that's what I want to talk about too. Like, cause like, no, last I survived. Year we, we I, I survived. Yes, you as a white man <laughs> in this country. Yes. Um, <laughs> like, we joked about it like four years ago. Like, oh, how much harm could this act? Like, of course, he's like not fit to be president like we knew that four years ago like how much harm can a president really do like we didn't think like well you know he's a big man baby but he's going to be surrounded by adults to keep him in check right that's (laughs) that's that's what (laughs) we like assumed and of course you know the last four years happened but so we can't have another we can't have that happen you know in another term so of course in the back of my mind i was like okay well once they count the absentee ballots that's going to overwhelmingly be uh blue because you know that's what they were pushing for mm-hmm. um so my but that didn't stop my doom scrolling like all fucking week <laughs> i know right? and my every, I, every, my, my yeah. doomsing between cnn and fox news just to, to hear how much the other side is saying about the other side right and uh yeah that was <laughs> and expect, i kind of I, I got sucked into it because it would be like when we come back more results maybe we don't know <laughs> maybe and i'm just like oh Who god knows? These, these what com- is a county you know <laughs> these, these commercial breaks for for random things that old people need are really in you know like like they just suck you in and i'm so happy mm-hmm. to know that heating pads are so readily available <laughs> if i need one but <laughs> and, right and catheters and all this fun stuff so uh yeah i was I was all doomsing about that and just mm-hmm. like and then I realized by like the end of the day Wednesday I was like yeah I don't think anything's gonna happen anytime soon so then I just well, like yeah because by I, the end I, of Wednesday um Biden just needed the six votes uh, the six electoral college votes from Nevada which was already in his favor so I figured like okay so once Nevada's just done because uh, by also by that time like uh, Pennsylvania and Georgia hadn't flipped yet so Right. I, I just figured like, okay, so once Nevada's done counting, like this election will be over and I can, I can, you know, we can breathe a little sigh of relief that a fascist monster is no longer going to be in the White House soon. So, Maybe. um, and then we're going to bring another one, right? <laughs> High five. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, um, so, you know, by Wednesday and especially knowing that Trump was like already lashing out and already right. like throwing out his frivolous lawsuits i'm gonna sue georgia even though i'm winning there and (laughs) stop the votes except in the counties where i'm not ahead otherwise keep counting the votes 
I, I saw that one article that said people were out there chanting "Stop the vote" and "Count the votes" all like at the same time. At the same time, yeah. <laughs> they didn't know what there was going on, <laughs> and neither did I. Really, I mean, I, I didn't know which one to support. Yeah. I was like, "Keep count." I, I stop. No, I don't know what. What? So yeah. What? What county is in Florida? Am I worried about? Because it's so I the year two thousand. Figured. Yeah. So I figure like around that time Wednesday when Trump started was starting to lose it, like oh, so so Biden's basically got this in the bag. So. So I started to feel a little bit better, but um, um, but then uh, then of course fast forward now to uh, Saturday afternoon on the West Coast and like okay well, so now we have a new president. So that brings me now to this spreadsheet that I put together. Yes, I wanted to compare and contrast the election results um, from this from this year versus the last three elections. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just start with right now as as of right now the voting's not done, but Joe Joe Biden got. Uh, 74.8 million votes. Um, Trump got 70.5 million votes. Now, So for the who knows how many times in a row now that the Democrats win the popular vote, mm-hmm. uh, not always the election, but the election. Yeah. Two, 2004 was the only time since uh, 1988 Yep, that the Republican won the Republican vote. vote. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, you're you're right. I was going to bring that up too, but thank you for bringing that up. But um, that's eight million more votes that he got um, than 2016. So that you mean you mean is Clinton, the most... Hillary Clinton got in 2016? No, no, that Trump got because Hillary Clinton got oh, 65.8 million votes. Trump right. got 62.9 million votes in 2016. So Trump got eight million more votes in for his second term. Now that I think is something that I want to discuss for a little bit before we move on. That is the most concerning part to me because, you know, there's been so much talk for the last four years of all these Republicans who voted for Trump and they regret it. And they said, and they've come around big, you know, I've voted Republican my whole life. I'm going to vote Joe Biden this year. You know, I've, I've, I've had it with Trump, blah, blah, blah. But like, this doesn't, tell that narrative it just shows that people have doubled down on donald trump and and like after everything he brought in all the latino voters too the florida latino voters which is like which in in if if you paint broadly with a broad stroke like a lot of people who a lot of latinos who live in florida they they, they've come from like socialist countries in south america in so the 1950s yes (laughs) you know their families have you know yeah but you know they've they, they would still vote right and they would still tell their families and stuff like that so trump goes down there he starts throwing the word socialist at joe biden and i guess that resonated with them enough for to to, to for him to get like the latino vote in hey in florida so obama was also called socialist he won florida both times i'm just he did just throwing yeah. that out there but yeah. uh i mean uh, so maybe as of right latinos are just kind of coming around they're finally getting it they're like oh this is like real socialism when it's a white guy when, when Trump says it, who knows everything about socialism? This guy who right. who was born into a million a millionaire's family has yes. never never known what it's like to live in an in, live impoverished at all. Um, you know, it, hopefully, in you know, soon when he goes to jail for his many crimes. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but like that that's that's what's the most concerning thing is he got eight million more votes mm-hmm. in this historically large voter turnout. Um, uh, so I, I checked the census as well for this year. Uh, uh, the 2020 census is uh, 330 million people live in this country. That's a voter turnout of 44.01%. Yeah. 
well, which is all, huge. Not all those people are eligible to vote. No, know. I know that, but it's still pretty huge. Right? A, That's it, almost half the people of this country voted uh, in this election. That uh, means okay. as of as of today, 21.36% of people in this country voted for Donald Trump. Nice. That's a fifth. That's a fifth of our population, and that's well, one and out that's, of every five. That's one out of every five. And, I mean, that's including like children and. <laughs> like you gotta you're believe throw, though like, you're, you're, the, you're throwing that in there. <laughs> no, but like, still, like, you gotta believe like a lot of children are like indoctrinated by what their parents tell them, right? You know. So I'm not saying that like they're gonna grow up and they're gonna be like, you know, supporting the next fascist that comes along uh, in whatever political party it is, right? But that's just like the most concerning thing, right? Like, I was expecting this to be a landslide victory. Like, Joe, like, the Democrats had this, like, hook, line, and sinker. After every single thing that Trump has done in the last four years, the thousands of people that have died in our country because of this coronavirus, that's still going on. And they and they, they looked at that, and they were like, yeah, more of that, yeah. please. This, this guy knows what he's talking about. Because this guy he, knows exactly he's, what he's doing. He he's he's living the best life, and that's what I want to do too. Guy he's wants to fuck life. his daughter. I mean, like I know, I know. He's won the incest vote. I know, um, and he's in like mountains of debt, just like me, just and, like me. And he's a he was he's a millionaire, just like I I am going to be by the end of this <laughs> this year. And when I become a millionaire, I don't want Joe Biden to tax my exactly. anything that I make over four hundred thousand dollars a year. <laughs> That's so, socialism. I know. And um, you got to remember the, the pedophile ring. I mean, people really don't like pedophiles. And when you, uh, when a, a, a known pedophile is running for president, you just can't, you can't bring yourself to vote for them. That's why I couldn't do it, Mike. I know you wanted to vote for him for those reasons, but for me, I just, I draw the line at pedophilia. Did you, did you vote for Howie? You don't have to answer that. <laughs> yes, to. I did. Okay. Because okay. Yeah. living in this state, I knew that, uh, uh, it was not going to be even close, so I don't even have to yeah. worry about, you know, oh, no, like the one, per, my one vote tipping it one way or the other. Yeah. And, and I, <laughs> even in our county, I, Mike, our county, it's it wasn't even close. I'm just throwing that out there. Which is crazy because, like, you wouldn't think that driving through your neighborhood. Dude. Yeah, you wouldn't <laughs> think that because, because people who don't vote for Trump don't need to go compensate by waving flags and, yeah, and such. Yeah, flags. We're just like... Like it's okay. I I, it's right. I, I, I I mailed in my vote weeks mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to, to to show it off. I don't need yeah. three three flags on the back of my golf cart when I drive down to the park. You know, I just I I don't need that. You know, I need don't need to present myself in all of my you know like lack of voc lack, lack of voice in this country because uh, mm-hmm. I, I I have more. Uh, I, I I I don't need. I just don't need to do that. Yeah, and I had this. I had this like friendly debate too with your wife a couple weeks ago and like you know she because she wrote in batman i believe was her was her president just like every year just like (laughs) every year (laughs) and like if this was any other year if this was any other candidate if this was any other election i would have voted jorgensen even though she's like a weirdo anti-vaxxer oh Um, no (laughs) yeah she's a fucking weirdo like she's and she's like not shy about it either <laughs> it's like we don't need a government mandate to vaccinate it's like well <laughs> right i'm I like on like as a libertarian myself i'm like well you're right but like fuck <laughs> you're just gonna get a lot of people to not vaccinate their children yeah, and let's, i mean and like, let's bring the, back polio if, we need some more if, polio in our lives if, really and that's and that's true too like and and it goes back to like our conversation four years ago if the, if the last four years have proven anything this weird existential existential dread that i've 
suffered the last four years is that dude the the voice of the president mm-hmm. fucking still matters in this country and that kind of scares kinda me a little this it kind of and it's think, like you think like oh we can trust people to make the right decisions like no and that's the, and can. that's the libertarian creed too <laughs> like we have to trust people to make the choices for themselves but and like i still stupid. believe that People are kind of dumb sometimes, though. I still, yeah, I, I still believe that personally. I still believe that we ha- we need to trust people with their own civil liberties. But for the most part, I don't think most people want that. I think they want to be guided. I think they want to look at a leader and be like, "Oh yeah, that's that's how I'm supposed to act." Yeah. Okay, think exactly. for me, please. Right. So, like, I wonder, like, if this country is just not ready. This is a this is a this is a discussion for like outside of like what we're talking about but like i wonder if this country is like not ready for like what's the term i'm looking for like individual mm. responsibility individual liberties you know right they it's think like, they are but right they're far from it but <laughs> I, I i i i don't which know is why that side of things yeah so painting with a broad stroke that's why i feel like i had to vote for joe biden this year because like i at the very least i just want this country to be seen with dignity and i you know and outside of like his policies and stuff that i'm gonna disagree with over the next four years like he's at least a decent man and he will at least carry his term with dignity and with dignity the same way that obama did you know and i have lots of problems with obama don't get me wrong but like we just need to calm the fuck down as a country for a little bit and then we can probably go back to like having politics in the background like I, I would love that, but like I feel like we're past that now, and I feel like Trump ruined that. I think this 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 political theater that he brought for as long as he's been trying to be president since the late '90s or whatever it was, like he's it's just now it finally fucking worked, and now he's got this base, this growing base, I know. and it grew by millions. And he's it gonna bo- still still be on Twitter. Oh yeah, the rest dude. of time and he's, and, until Twitter like fucking bans him. They, Twitter's <laughs> been giving him special treatment because he's the president and like now well, that he won't be the president he'll, he'll just fucking ban him for all his lies and his hate mongering right. and they've been blocking a lot of his stuff or labeling them as being yeah. like, hey this might not be true by the way so yeah, yeah. might <laughs> not be true and he also threatened Maybe. to leave the country he was gonna lose <laughs> right. and i think that's i think that has more to do with he doesn't want to be extradited for his crimes i think i think he's trying to like look at uh look like look for political asylum somewhere but um but anyway, that's 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 another subject. But like, <laughs> but like, I, I'm I'm kind of scared that like, you're right that he, he's still going to be a public face. He's still going to be out there rallying people and getting people riled up. And because seventy million plus people care a lot about what he thinks, and they, despite everything that he's done, and that scares me. And he's not the problem; he's the symptom of a bunch of different problems, right? And he's kind of like the public face of all that and that's the concerning part well and then he'll just run again in 2024 which he still can legally still can (laughs) yeah assuming he's not in fucking jail or he he's not (laughs) hiding out somewhere for political asylum now now he won't be a public figure anymore so therefore he can just sink back into the bushes (laughs) like that like that homer simpson like the homer meme (laughs) (laughs) that would be that would be ideal but like i think the damage has been done I honestly think that, and if he doesn't run again in 2024, his stupid sons will, or his daughter will, <laughs> the you know the ones that he put in in positions of power, or Jared Kushner will, you know, people who have no fuck, just like him, have no fucking business being in politics, but you know, are in positions of power. Um, 
Yeah, I think the damage has been done, dude. I think I think we're going to be stuck in this political theater mess for a while until they mm-hmm. fucking go away or until people 70 plus million people wake up to the fact that this guy's a snake oil salesman and he's been feeding them lies and he's been damaging the dignity of this country and the dignity of our demo- democratic process and, and you know and, and did I mention all the crimes? Uh, you know all the, you know all the other stuff that he's been doing, and the Just fact that he's indirectly responsible for the death of two hundred and thirty plus thousand people in this country. So it's like, yeah, no. And so, then when the economy will start bouncing back, and that's because of the president's uh, blah blah blah. Swift blah. action. <laughs> Joe Biden inherited a growing economy. <laughs> Exactly. Just like Trump didn't inherit a growing economy. No, through Trump this. did inherit a growing economy, oh, and are he you... fucking sank that shit. <laughs> oh, just like he inherited everything else in his fucking life, and he and just like everything else in his fucking life, he 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 flushed down the toilet because he's because he, he's inept at everything he does. But if he, as long as he go. says he's not, you know, then know. he's not. <laughs> and so it'll be interesting. To, like I was just you know processing the last four years and yeah. how how fun it's been just being like well you know now we can say we we experimented you know we we, we went out and 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 uh you know took a chance on on that wild fling and uh, it was you know only <laughs> only several thousand people died and that that was fine but you know maybe maybe we'll just calm that down a little bit a little bit I mean the the twenty four hour news cycle will never make us be able to calm down completely to, yeah. to focus solely on our own lives there's so, so <laughs> why, many why would we want to do this yeah you're right there's so many factors of like reasons to be nervous or scared or things like or, or kind of or you know to kind of not sink into complacency like we've been comfortable with for the last couple decades of politics um us as individuals and that's and that's the concerning part too right and i don't want to i don't want this joe biden presidency like like i said again like i don't agree with most of his policy pretty much most of his policies but i believe he's a decent man and that's like the bare fucking minimum that i think that you need to be president here and that's all (laughs) that he had and like that's all he had to do was to get my vote was to be a decent fucking human being and like and maybe and, and support like, support vaccinations, you know. Yeah, maybe maybe support vaccinations, Joe Jorgensen. Yeah, you know, I, I voted for. The, oh no, I voted for the wrong Joe. Can I get my ballot back? What the what the um, yeah. There's there's a lot of work still to be done in order to kind of be able to comfortably sink into complacency here in this country. But like, man, Trump's done so much damage in just the f- four short years that he's been president, and it's like I know. And now Man. we'll go. We'll go back to hearing about how bad the deficit is, and you know why isn't Biden I mean, doing pretty... anything to fix the the deficit? <laughs> and he's only going to. I believe he's only going to grow the deficit. And, you know, I'm not, I don't think he's going to like balance the federal budget gonna, in any way. We're going to get some crazy huge coronavirus stimulus. It's like five thousand dollars per child, and I'll be like, cool. <laughs> but uh, Ooh, can I get it? Can I get another twelve hundred dollars to last us ten months? <laughs> Woohoo! And then, you know, the, the Fox News people are like, you know, coronavirus is still, you know, really bad. And uh, maybe we should focus on that for the first time. I mean, nobody's yeah, ever... Yeah, for the first wanted, time. Nobody's yeah. focused on this since uh, Donald Trump did all those 
you know, press briefings. Since Donald for... Trump gave us that one check. <laughs> the mother's press wasn't briefings. Even his, I... I mean, he would go out there every single day, you know, and press brief and, and spend three hours talking about how everybody was against him. And I mean, and then it stopped after three weeks. And it's like, what has Joe Biden done to stop coronavirus mm-hmm. now? I'm just, I'm, I'm excited to find out. I'm excited to find out what he could do. Yeah. And, and my hope and, and yeah. And, and to that point, like my hope going forward is that the country can calm the fuck down a little bit, because if if the, if these people, if, if most people in this country are just looking for leadership and to just kind of emulate that leadership, then I'm happy to vote for Joe Biden, because at least people will calm the fuck down if that's the case. Now, you know, we don't have the gigantic audience or anything, but like to the 70 million plus people that voted for Trump. I I'm I genuinely want to know why. Is it because of his character? Is it because I, I I and I wonder if like some of those are just good good old Republicans who will always vote Republican. But Maybe. I wonder like if it's and the again, vast majority of may- them who saw his message and saw the way he carries himself and see uh, yes. his character and like yes, I that's that's who I want representing that's this who, country. That's who I want to be. And and don't that's forget, what like scares the, me. the the mail in val- ballots. I'm sure not every Republican was just oh, like, of "Fuck that yeah. bullshit." I mean, you get people who live in the middle of nowhere in like Pennsylvania. Yeah, you know, they're there's they're they're gonna send off their ballot as well. well of course, so, and mail in ballots are great because it's convenient. If, you know, if this country is gonna continue to not have election day be a national holiday, which Jesus Christ, yeah, why are yeah, they going to like, Tuesday? It doesn't make any yeah. sense. If you're going to keep it on a Tuesday, at least make it a national holiday so everybody has a chance to vote. Like, if you're not going to do that, at least this election has proven that how convenient. If you make it convenient for people to vote, they're going to vote. Look at the turnout; it was huge. You know, it's not, and it's not just because 77 or how many, Sorry, 74 million plus people are scared of fascism, mm-hmm. you know, and, and don't want that in our country. But it, but they were able to do it because it's because mail in ballot mail in votes made it easy, and it's going to be easier as technology gets better in the future. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but that's besides the point. Like my my, I think the last point I want to bring up before we move on with the show is that like to the seventy almost seventy one million plus people out there who voted for Trump, like why? Like I <laughs> genuinely want to know. Like do right. do you feel like the quote unquote liberal elites out there? talk down to you and you want somebody to champion against that that's the only empathetic reason i can think of well, and i can't i can't look at trump and be like oh yes we definitely want you to represent our country we definitely <laughs> want you to continue leading us continue pretending the coronavirus is fake continue spreading lies and misinformation and colluding with dictators across across the world and continue committing crimes and you know things like that and i definitely want more of that i wonder if it's like do you see the coastal elite liberals as your enemies do you look at tv and see that every time your state or your county or people like you are represented they they they're looked at dim-wittedly or with disdain like I was like, all oh, these all these rednecks who live out in the sticks, you know, they don't, mm. you know, they're just gonna go out there, fuck their sister. Like, do do you see the do you see that in TV and movies, and like think that people who wrote that are your enemies, so you vote for somebody who is the antithesis of that? I guess like, so. I, I genuinely want to know that because like I can't, I can't in my heart of hearts believe that seventy one 
million people want fascism, want this country to turn into some sort of dictator, like Trump's brand of dictatorship, you know? And like, that's, that's what's going to worry me going forward. It's not so much Joe Biden. Joe Biden is just, Joe Biden is just more of the same. He's just, well, he's just the same old politician that we've always gotten. Mm -hmm. But like those people who voted for Trump, they voted for him for a reason. And I wonder, and I, and I genuinely want to know what that reason is. You know, it's because his name looks good on a flag. (laughs) (laughs) I saw um, during coverage of the election, some Trump supporters waving a Trump flag that was his name over the Confederate flag. Mm. And I was like, oh, look, two, two flags combined, uh, two, the two flags of losers combined into one. I'm like, oh, cool. That's convenient. Yeah, I think like, you don't have to carry around two flags. Yeah, you just carry on one flag. <laughs> I think it's a bunch of people who have felt that the mainstream has left them long ago. And mm. I don't know why somebody like Trump represents the outside that mainstream box but yes he is not definitely not normal and i don't and i mean i've i've done i've had many conversations with uh people who weren't right in the head and uh boy do uh some of the things that he says in his ramblings just like hmm this sounds very familiar i don't know where i could have heard a similar conversation with a person rambling about politics and, how... and don't get me wrong, like those crazy people, like they're going to the, the crazy, I'm sorry, the crazy ones who voted for Trump, they voted for Trump because like he, he represents them. Like he's, he's, he's like them and like, oh, look, that's someone who's like me. I'm going to vote for mm-hmm. him. Exactly. Right? But like not, there, there can't be 71 million of those people, right? There the has, the has to be like maybe a quarter of them or, mm-hmm. or maybe less, hopefully less. But like well, the people gotten... who aren't those out loud trumpers who go out on newport and han and waving their flags like dipshits <laughs> like um like they 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 can't be the majority of that vote i want to know who the majority of those votes are and why they voted for him the people had, who... and like, the only empathetic reason i can think of is like you're right like like you said like they felt like the 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 left or the democratic party or the liberal elites have left them behind and look at them with disdain and they'll never understand what life is like behind them so they right. look to their opponent you know, right. that's, that's the only thing I could think of. Yeah. And, and, you know, just, you, you instill a fair amount of fear about socialism mm-hmm. and immigrants yep. and, uh, poor people living in your neighborhood. And, you know, you're going to, you're, you're going to stimulate something. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a little bit of that as well. And, and don't forget that, uh, you, you know, you have, you, you have to be, how, how could I put this? The more abrasive you are, the more you're drawn to somebody who's equally as abrasive. Oh, yeah. And I'm not <laughs> saying like as as stupid and dangerous as Donald Trump is, I'm never going to take away from the fact that he's charismatic as hell. Like that's why people are drawn to him. He, it's that charisma. It's that brash boldness that like literally anything he says, even if it's a lie, most of it's a lie. Like he believes with conviction and it becomes the truth to him because he says it with such pride. Yes. But that's and I not think people are drawn that's, to that. that that's right? not that's not being political. That's not thinking critically. Oh no, <laughs> that's know, just that's just that's just charisma. And he's yeah. and as an entertainer, he's he was an entertainer for so many years. Like I guess he's so. developed that skill. He's and developed a, that skill to grab people's attention. And a failed businessman, but still successful at certain <laughs> times. Yes, initially he's a successful, successful entertainer. <laughs> 
he's he's a failure at everything else he does, but he's a successful entertainer. So it, yeah, that but that's not like that's not logical. So, but there I am sounding all elite with my L words and such. So. Yeah, <laughs> and like you know, and and I, I don't want us to stand up here on our high horse because like. I can't say, even though I'm like a legal immigrant to this country, I can't say, and I was born in a third world country too. I can't well, say fearful. that like. I'm fearful of you, Mike. You better be. I'm coming for your suburbs, man. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump warned you about me. I know. But, you're uh, like, you're only one city away. This is, you're getting too close. I'm 12 miles away, Adam. I'm coming for your suburbs. <laughs> I'm taking over this suburb. I'm coming for you. I know. But uh, um, as a legal <laughs> immigrant to this country. Paris was taken over long ago. <laughs> <laughs> as a legal immigrant to this country i was also born in a third world country um you know i i don't want to look at people who live out in the sticks or live in the middle of the country and I, I you know and of course like we've made our jokes and stuff like that we've made our dumb jokes throughout the years but like i don't honestly look at them with disdain i don't look at them of like oh look at all these the rednecks and, you know you know i might like <laughs> disagree with a lot of the things because maybe that maybe they just don't know about some things that they're not exposed to i don't know a lot about things that i'm not exposed to either i try my best to learn but those opportunities aren't always afforded to most people so i wonder if they're just like like oh yeah this is a simple message and like it's a little strange but like i can get behind some of the stuff he says so maybe maybe that's just good enough right how, right. how i'm sure most people voted for biden because he's just good enough he's the only yeah. one who who it has said he's against socialism so i mean you can't argue with that logic yeah <laughs> you know and, and you and you and you and you've been ingrained for as long as you've been alive in this country like oh socialism bad like don't so, no socialism bad like don't follow this kind of stuff i know and so you hear you you throw out that s word to people who might not know the stuff that biden is trying to um push forward in his policies and be like oh well definitely i'm not gonna vote for the socialists this 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 bright orange cheeto man with a red hat told me not to vote for socialism so i'm not gonna vote for socialism he, he's like trying to help other people i don't want any of that shit yeah he came down <laughs> to our country or he came down to our part of the of the country and you know he talked to us personally he must be a man of our right. people even though he himself is a coastal elite he um, he he focuses solely on himself and that's how <laughs> that's how i want to be i have to focus solely on myself and not the good of the rest of other you know the rest of the world so and I mean, that's this, good this, enough this speaks to me on so many levels but again too like i don't want to put words in people's mouth but like that's the only thing i can think of right it's like and that's that's the scary part like it's not knowing why 71 million people like looked at the last four years and were like yeah more of that mm -hmm. more than voted uh, well, for in 2016 yeah. and more oh more my gosh more people of color and more LGBT people and yeah. all like ironically he did worse with, <laughs> with white, white men and white men white yes. went white men and white women yeah and non college educated white people voted more for Biden which was an interesting shift and, and I pe think people like you Mike the... people like you voted for Biden this year I mean he shifted your vote so I mean you represent well, I mean, yeah. all those like people. I said it's like I said like before like I would have voted gold like had it not been a fascist piece of shit monster <laughs> running for his second term. Like I would have totally voted like, Oh yeah, Jorgensen. I don't care that, you know, she might be an anti-vaxxer, but like for one, she's not going to realistically win the white house. But like, I agree with like all of her political ideologies and, you know, her, her, her ideas of Liberty and, 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 um, you know, in small government and stuff like that. Liberty, so it's like, okay. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 
So <laughs> I think, yeah, I think we've kind of said our piece on it. Uh, you know. I, I think everybody's turned us off and we're just talking to the wind and that's fine. <laughs> I mean, but it's, it's a, it's a big story. And like, you know, we, it's something that I think is important that we talk about. Cause we had that whole thing four years ago. It's like, well, you know, Trump's the president and, but I want stuff, but like, I want to check in on gas price. I said yeah, in 2016, the gas price was 279 and the, everybody knows that the president has a, has right. a dial. And what did I desk. pay? What did I pay for gas today, Mike? Two ninety nine. Ooh. So I'm just saying. Dollars. I'm just saying. Like, is that the real crime of this economy? Is me paying twenty cents extra for gas? I think so. So <laughs> he's got to go. He got to go. That's why I couldn't vote for him this time. <laughs> Howie, Howie, you got to go in there and you got to turn the dial all the way down. It's bad for, it's bad, it's bad for the environment. I mean, Howie. Like, oil costs like $0 a barrel now, but I'm still paying $3 a gallon for gas, but that's just our, Wasn't it our earlier this year, it was like state. negative $20 a barrel. <laughs> Yet gas never went under $3 a gallon in in our area, at least. Trump, Trump lost the, uh, the dial to the gas no, that's, price that's what desk. it was i think a aoc stole it <laughs> my <name>. AOC! <laughs> so yeah folks that's our uh that's our political talk um i'm gonna we'll do like another one in four years we'll do another one in four years <laughs> but that's the trump... last time that's the last time <laughs> so yeah trump, my hope... trump beats biden by seven million votes <laughs> yeah so like my hope for my hope going forward at least for this term this presidential term is that the country kind of calms down. That's like the very bottom of the barrel thing that I want. Uh, I'm not going to get, happen. I'm not. Yeah. I mean, those, these people uh, are just yeah, going to yeah. go back to being online trolls and, uh, you know, just, you know, make their armies bigger and bigger. Yeah. In the underground. But again, community. I don't want to, and, and again, that's a, that's a scary thing. I don't want to paint 71 million people like that. Right. I, I, I know that that's, that's a percentage of them. Of course they're loud and proud about it. But like, I can't in my heart of hearts say that like 71 million people, what's my spreadsheet say? That's 21% of our population are that way. I don't, and I think that's dangerous elitist speaking. And I don't want us to go down that route, right? Even though right. it might, even though they're loud and proud and it's very easy to see it that way. Mm -hmm. Like we, yeah, we, we don't want to go down that rabbit hole and say like, oh, all of them are just going to become internet trolls and then they're just going to go away right because like, that's what not, we thought not all and of then, them not all of them just like the really hardcore ones that will end up killing people someday right like, like yeah. right now they're out in the streets waving flags but then they're just going to go right back and be like "Ooh, now we have four more years to prepare for you know the uh overthrow of something i don't know <laughs> kamala <laughs> kamala kamala well yeah because also um Joe Biden said in an interview a few months ago that like he he's going to consider in 2024 to concede to um to Kamala. He's not going to run like because of his age because oh. he'll be 81. By, uh... <laughs> yeah, the old yeah Joe Biden will, it will be the oldest president ever sworn in. ever. And man. so so keep that in mind. So by okay. by 2024 he'll be 81. Wow. So he might concede to Kamala Harris in 2024. That's that's what he said at least. So it's possible. Doesn't mean we'll she'll win. Happens. Doesn't mean, Doesn't she'll, mean win. she'll win. Yeah, Kamala v. Trump Jr. She's only been our senator, one of our senators, for like what six or eight months or something like that. Hey, that's <laughs> that's still more experience than Trump had when when he was elected president. Burn, burn. So Mike. 
burn. Adam, we've got a music show that we've got. Did you know that? Yes. <laughs> uh, we listen got a couple... to this podcast for the music, not for your <laughs> ranty left wing crap. <laughs> well, I mean, like, and, and like I said, like, this is not only a big election, but like, we very narrowly became a fascist state and it's we could still become a fascist state you know someday and we just we just said like those people aren't going to go away those people are still going to be emboldened by trump you know granted he stays in this country and doesn't leave to try to avoid getting arrested but um but the, yeah those people those people those people are out and they're angry and they they want someone to guide them you know yeah trump's not going to go away and th- th- there's still a great fear of fascism coming back to this country so we got to still be vigilant on that and vote Howie and vote Joe Jorgensen, <laughs> you know, and, and I'm Someday. not making fun of you. I'm not making fun of you, but you know, no, I, I, I get it. I, I read, <laughs> I read the emails I get from him and I'm just like, Hmm, delete. Oh, how cute. <laughs> I'll vote for you. But, uh, you know, it's like, come on, we just, we need like 7 million more dollars or else we're not going to be on like eight I know, they states ballots. <laughs> yeah. I think I read that the Howie was only on 34 states this year. Mm-hmm. Oof, it's rough. But, um, it's not like anyway. the nader days it's not like the nader days at all i know anyway we got some more cryptic shit going on over here guys mm. are you f- speaking of cabals mm. and pizza gates and QAnons out yes. there are you familiar with the network oh my god the network is out there folks they've been around since 2003 <laughs> corrupting the minds of america's <laughs> youth so you may remember from previous podcasts when we talked about a band called Green Day and uh, somewhere between Warning and American Idiot, uh, this band, The Network, kind of showed up out of nowhere on uh, Billy Joe Armstrong's label, um, cr- created an album, created internet beef with Green Day, um, ended up... Con- Became con- Green Day's number one right. biggest nemesis, right. apparently. And contractually obligated to have to open for them at a few of their shows. <laughs> and uh, it, so then they just kind of disappeared. And I, mm. I, I listened to that building album. Building an army. They went underground. <laughs> they started building their army. Now they're back, baby. And it's not like that album was great. But it was surprisingly good for what it was. So, I mean, prior to this week's episode, when you, you know, when you shared this news with me, you also uh, encouraged me to go, oh, go check out the, that album, and I did. And you're right; it's not great, but, but it's it's fun. fun. It's hilarious at the same time. Yeah, it's, and it's, not it's, that there's bad. A lot of, there's a big fun factor to it, and it's right. like, and you're right; it's 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 enjoyable. Right. So um, apparently, they're back. What, I mean, this just like got brought up on AP this week. Um, they reemerged on social media, began teasing new music with a cryptic trailer, like a minute. And not 40. only that, but Warner Brothers themselves tweeted out, "We are excited to welcome at We Are the Network to our esteemed roster. It's not every day you have the honor of signing of signing at Green Day's biggest nemesis." Yes. To which Green Day tweeted back at them. WTF? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, the network is not Green Day, like repeatedly. Right. So, um, yeah, what the actual fuck? The network is not GD. Uh, I don't know who this is, and we are not <laughs> at the network. This is all yes. Billy Joe Armstrong, and then uh, he on his uh, Instagram page. Yeah. P.S. Vote. Uh, <laughs> the the at the, the network definitely not Green Day. Fuck these guys. Like these are all just <laughs> random posts. This is so oh, funny. it goes deeper, man. Like, I know, he, I know. It Billy keeps going. Joe like also kept like screenshotting people's like opinions down there. Right. Like, 
like at Dr. Death X Frying said, guys, this sadly isn't real. Billy Joe Armstrong confirmed Confirmed it himself. himself. Don't fall for this. (laughs) Right. And this is a hoax. Please don't be fooled. Hoax, hoax, hoax. It was like coronavirus all over again. But then the network tweeted something. I was going to read this tweet. So, um, So the network were formed in the year 2003, fulfilling an ancient prophecy predicting that we, its chosen members, would issue a stern warning to mankind in the form of music. So released as the album titled Money Money 2020, that was their album that was in 2003. Yeah, 2003 album. Yeah. We shine the headlights upon the follies and vanity of mankind. Rapidly achieving fame and fortune, we had often been mistaken as the planet's greatest rock and roll band, Green Day. Ah, this, so they concede <laughs> that fact, huh? Okay. They've mistaken. <laughs> um, so this, this earthly comparison is almost as comical as the humans that inhabit <laughs> this dying planet. <laughs> he ain't wrong there. This planet is dying. A Time Machine and the Church of Leshatology. So, after our mercurial rise in the foundation of the Church of Leshatology, we have seen riches beyond imagination. (laughs) (laughs) Thus, we we abandoned the doldrums of stardom and focused our efforts on time travel and the salvation of things beyond the human grasp. Holy fuck. Wow. Within our travels through both time and space, we have seen the futures foretold in the prophecy and it's both disastrous and hilarious <laughs> <laughs> love it love Be- it beyond these interstellar crossroads lie parallel dimensions where the oxymorons can create their own destiny <laughs> choose wisely for the dev- devolution of man has always been a choice <laughs> the release <laughs> the release of money money 2020 part two will serve it's actually the year <laughs> <laughs> will serve as the final lesson oh <laughs> shit within the binary codes of this album exist the keys to our past present and future dna the gods are laughing and it's up to you to prove them wrong you're welcome <laughs> The network. <laughs> <laughs> the Church of Lushatology is in session and it's time to drink up. Wow. I am nice. I'm so excited for this mediocre album that's yeah. about to come the out. The album's but... <laughs> gonna be fun yet like bland. But right. like that is the greatest um like uh press release mm-hmm. for an album I have ever I'm heard. So excited. I mean they did a great job in two thousand three if you find some of those old uh YouTube videos mm-hmm. where it was like, you know, uh, allegedly you know them dressed you know all covered up and they're speaking like some eastern european language and they end up like getting in fights with uh, the the you know the reporters that are there and mm-hmm. you know it's 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 a lot of fun i suggest you go check it out <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, i've but... seen a couple of the videos the ones that you shared with me it, so, I, uh... I, I do love the fact that like they don't take themselves seriously they have like this weird like uh this, this weird like energy to them that this is like it's just comical, but like they, they, but like they're kind of vaguely taking themselves way too seriously. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's super fun. It's like if 30 seconds to Mars, like just went off the fucking rails. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited. There's no release date for the album yet. Not quite. Um, we'll probably get it before the end of the year. I would think. I mean, if right? they want to stay true to that 2020 date. <laughs> yeah. And that said as, as foretold in the prophecy, of course. <laughs> So um, I, I went back and re-listened to me some Father of All Motherfuckers this week, getting so ready for I. the end of the year. I was just like, hmm, yeah, 
interesting after listening to their entire discography. Yeah, we can talk about that at the end of the show, because I also listen to it as well. All right. So uh, any other news before we get into our album du jour? Yes, I got a couple of things I want to get uh, go over really quick. Uh, for fans of this band, this is their first new music in 15 years. Whoa. That's System of a Down. Uh, they've released two tracks here. Uh, protect the land and also genocidal humanoids mm. uh, they've released those this past uh, this past week you can uh you you can either stream it or if you if you would like you can go over to their uh to their website and and their bandcamp page systemofadown.bandcamp.com where all proceeds to the purchase of these songs will go to uh the armenia fund to help uh, support I was going to say support Armenian genocide, but support the fight <laughs> against Armenian genocide, which is still going on, which is something that they've been always vocal about, about when the, back when they were an active band. Um, but the, you know, these kind of you know human tragedies are still happening over there, over at over at Artska and in Armenia. So they wanted to release songs to both uh, to both what do you call it? Spread awareness of it, and also to if you would like to do your part. You can go over to their Bandcamp page and donate what you will for this music. Um, they so they release them as like co-singles, and uh, the songs themselves, I listen to them. They're they're pretty dope. Uh, they're kind of more of the same of like what you expect from System of a Down. But if you're looking for some new music from them, you know this is kind of as close as you're going to get. I don't think they're going to release like albums or EPs anytime soon. But uh, you know it's good it, it's good of them to kind of at, proactively put out something out there that's good that's something that's they're passionate about, and you know they are the the governments the corrupt regimes out there that are trying to commit genocidal acts um against armenia and artska uh they are they're banking on the fact that the world is distracted by covid and everything else that's going on and civil unrest and stuff to carry out their atrocities so again we already got political on the show and everything so you know but this is something that's you know it's 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 more than politics here this is like humanity you know people people's lives are at stake in this you know, in the kind of stuff. So, you know, for people out there who love System of a Down, go check out these new two new songs. Again, go to systemofadown.bandcamp.com to listen to the songs. Pay what you will, donate what you can, and uh, hopefully continue to spread awareness to the genocidal acts that are happening in that part of the world. So, stop, stop your genocide, Joe Biden. God, why is Joe everything. Biden committing genocide in <laughs> in Armenia? You know. That's what the drummer, the pro-Trump drummer of System of a Down keeps trying to tell people. It's all Joe Biden's fault. I think so. I, 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 yeah, I know that that him and the rest of the band are on different sides of the political spectrum. But it's maybe, so strange, isn't I'm, it? Like, maybe, do you know what band you're in? <laughs> maybe he's also against genocide. I'm not sure, but well, well I guess I'm, I'm going to you know, believe that he is. Hopefully, most people are against genocide. But, you know, you would hope so. But of course, but of course, I wasn't expecting seventy-one million plus people to vote for Donald Trump this year. But hey, anyway, he's a he's he's the only one speaking the truth. Trump is truth, <laughs> folks. We got Oops. another uh, song submission that we'd like to share with you guys. Now, this one's going to be a little bit more different than what we uh, normally share on the show, and I think that's a great thing. Uh, this is a band called The Slime. They uh, they hail yes. from Canada, so they hail from Toronto. But they uh, they hail from like uh, different parts of the world as well, from Poland and Edmonton and Windsor and things like that. So they live in Canada. Uh, they had uh, they've been gigging since 2019, and earlier this year in January 15th, 
they released a, a, an EP. It's ten tracks, but it's super duper short. The EP is called uh, the EP is called Bitter Dream. Uh, right now, if you go to the Slime Hardcore Bandcamp.com, you can uh, you can listen to the music and you also purchase it for name your own price. Yeah, so you know it's, they're definitely it's trying fun. to. It's it's it's, a, it's fun. I mean, it's yeah. short and it's thrashy and it's a uh, yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's 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 really really dope music. And like I said, it's it's outside of what we normally, you know, music that we normally share and talk about on this show. It's kind of sludgy with like some like stoner rock with like some punk elements. But like Adam said, there's like thrashy and hardcore elements mm-hmm. to it too. But uh, so this band's gonna be releasing some new music. No release date yet on. Uh, no, no exact release date, but it's going to come out in December. Their new EP is called Coming Soon to an Alley Near You. Mm-hmm. And they have a new single off of that EP that's going to be coming out this Friday on the 13th. The song is called The Day the Earth Stood Still. Now, uh, we're going to share the song with you right now. And uh, it's a short one. So it's like, you know, it's about like a minute, uh, 40 something. But uh, yeah, Adam, you heard the song too, man. It's <laughs> fun like, as yeah. fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, I don't even need to like like end this thirty seconds in. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick around for the full, you know, ninety seconds or whatever it is. It's cool. yeah, <laughs> absolutely, dude. Yeah. So thank you to uh, thank you to Derek, who is the lead singer of this band, who reached out to us uh, over on our emails. Again, that's uh, skinny with Mike and Adam at gmail.com. Who reached out to us, who shared the song with us. <laughs> Super dope, and I hope that you guys enjoy it too. Um, so please enjoy and I'll share with you guys a little bit more information. So that was the day the earth stood still. Again, uh, a new single uh, off of it. coming soon to an alley near you. That's coming out December. We don't have an exact release date, but as soon as we find out, I'll share it with you guys. Now you can so go over. Pumped. So yeah, fucking dude, pumped. <laughs> as you guys heard, dope ass song. Little outside of our wheelhouse here on the show, but we hope that you guys enjoyed it still nonetheless, because we both did as well. You can go to the slimehardcore.com if you want to learn more. Again, go go also go to their Bandcamp page at theslimehardcore.bandcamp.com. You can also check them out on Insta, Instagram at theslimehardcore or on Facebook or on or on 
the downfall of mankind itself facebook.com slash the slime the slime hardcore again thank you to derek thank you to the slime for sharing their new single we look forward to hearing from you guys in the near future so adam i know i forgot to enter it into last week's episode but do you hear that do, do, do you hear that i hear I the winds time. of change Mike. i hear the winds of change <laughs> i hear this week's track by track Breakdown, breakdown, breakdown. <laughs> I have to try to remember to not, because uh, I forgot to put in the <laughs> the transition music. So I'm going to oh, go no. ahead and do that this week hopefully folks we have yet another big release i'd say this is a big release right i I think so i mean we've been ever since dave uh just gushed about this band to us Mm -hmm. over the past how long have we known dave like i don't know 20 25 years now i mean about 25 years yeah yeah. i mean he's been talking Uh, about like moths to flames the whole time one of his favorite bands he's like he's like friends with chris roeder He's named Friends. his daughter after Chris Roeder. Yes. <laughs> uh, the Dark Divine was an album that, like, you know, on, on first listen, I'm like, okay, because like, I wasn't a huge fan of Like Moths of Flames. I, I was familiar with them before you were. Uh, and it wasn't until Dark Divine where they kind of changed up their, their their formula a little bit and kind of changed up the way that they kind of, um, they, they kind of progress a little bit as musicians. And like that got, that, that reemerges band on my radar and I kind of, recommended them to you and of course dave did as well it was one of his favorite albums of 2017 and that kind of made us like pay more attention to this band didn't it it sure did i mean usually this like their previous stuff would have just been kind of a blip like oh yeah metalcore music yay Um, but when you when somebody you you value their opinion uh tells you how great they are and how much they've changed their lives and they name their children after the lead singer um you kind of take more notice yeah Um, sometimes it takes somebody to ask you to pay a little bit more attention and be like no this song is actually about this i was like i was like oh my god you're right thank you for opening my eyes i'm gonna name my daughter after the lead singer too exactly uh... (laughs) i mean i'm gonna do that with with this this slime ep my next daughter is gonna be named after that somehow the slime the slime gort (laughs) yes (laughs) but uh yeah that and of course uh their new album here uh no eternity in gold now this released uh the same day as uh uh, back on October 30th, the same day as uh, Bring Me the Horizon. So, you know, that was, it's getting a little objectively buried. speaking, that was the that was the bigger release. So, and we got an early copy. So, we we elected to do the track by track of that one there. But you know, you and I, spoiler alert, we enjoyed this album a little, you know, a, a lot. So, we decided to do a track by track on this one as well. And looking at the release calendar too, like this is kind of one of the last big releases, especially now. We'll talk about it in a bit when we're going into the end of the year discussions very, very soon. Uh, we're already going back and checking out the, the albums of 2020 and kind of reevaluating them. So this will most likely be the last track by track of 2020, right? Um, Probably. Because yeah. if we spend track by track on that Smashing Pumpkins album, I mean, that's like a three hour episode. That's that's three episodes total to get through the whole thing. Man. But uh, <laughs> So yeah, this week we got the No Eternity in Gold. This is the newest album by Like Moss to Flame. This is the follow-up, too, to their 2019 album, Where the Light Refuses to Go. It was a three-song EP 
Oh, yeah. And uh, kind of happy that like none of those songs transferred over to this album too, because I kind of would have made this album feel a little less important in my opinion. But uh, yeah, that, that was a dope EP kind of followed suit with the dark divine, you know, dark divine still had that more ethereal kind of progressive, uh, progressive kind of tinge to their music that was kind of absent in their older stuff. So they've definitely progressed as a band. They've been around since 2010. Chris Roder, of course, has been around like for a little while. He was the original singer of Amarosa before forming a couple other bands before 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 um, creating yeah. like Monster Flames. This, I thought this album sounded a little like Peach Club. So it's just that, that's where it's from. Yeah, very Peach Club. This album, you're right? <laughs> <laughs> no Eternity in Peaches was this, his name of this album. So this is a this is of course the the proper follow up to the Dark Divine. Um, Kind of following in the same footsteps uh, creatively uh, as uh, Dark Divine. We'll talk a little bit more about like some comparisons in a bit. But uh, Adam, are you queued up this week, or well, I was? We have to wait for YouTube ads again. No, I've, there's there's something with my Amazon app not talking to my phone that is driving me insane. Uh, but, oh, really? You have that issue again? I'll save that for off-air activities. Oh, no. But I'm ready right now. Oh, you are? Okay. Well, yes. then let's go ahead. Not that and I would. Load ever speak ill of amazon.com that's amazon.com for all of your everything needs that you could ever want why Folks, go anywhere else when amazon is right there log on to your amazon <laughs> music app look up the skinny with mike and adam please subscribe but don't not say uh, not don't, saying that you know our don't, overlords <laughs> don't add us go to ahead. your playlist or else you might never be seen again on the app so i'm just what? letting you know but that's a discussion for another day Oh no, now Let's, we have to figure that come on. out. Bezos! The Anatomy of Evil. The Anatomy of Evil. Let's go. <laughs> Three, two, one. This is track one. The Anatomy of Evil already <laughs> gets Jeff, you like pumped. The Jeff What's Bezos it? biography. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Adam, anyway. that's what I love about you. That's what I love about having you on this show. You always bring it around, man. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad I'm on this show now. It's a, you know. Well, I'm glad I chose it's, to be on the show. <laughs> it's been eight years, but I'm glad that you find <laughs> glad that you finally came around to being on the show. This song hits you like a freight train right at the beginning, and yes, it does. You know, there's there's no sanctimonious intro. There's no like, oh no no no. This no, we, we go no. right into the intro. Right we go right into the scream. verse. Scream yeah. it away, scream it away, Rowetta. <laughs> <laughs> wrong road, wrong road, oh, ro- wrong road. Now I I now, love the guitar tones of this song. It's some pretty good guitar tones. I got to give it that much. It does. It is. It is good. I will definitely say that. Mm-hmm. Does it sound like most metalcore? I, I think so. But that's yes. okay. Sometimes that's a good thing. Yes. Sometimes all you kind of need is just like that kind of comfort of something familiar, just yes. done really well. And I think that's what this album does really well. It kind of comforts you in a blanket, in a blanket mm. of of aggression and sometimes misery but yes. uh, it's a very comforting <laughs> comforting blanket yes. yeah With and a it's a giant you know, black snake on it yes and maybe <laughs> it was also like the um the time in which we listened to this because I, I talked a lot about doom scrolling <laughs> this week <laughs> i talked a lot about being in a foul mood i talked a lot about anxiety and you know being worried about the country that I'm living in falling into fascism but like this was the perfect fucking song to get uh, this is the first fucking album to get me through <laughs> this fucking existential crisis of a fucking week it kind of worked it kind of worked yeah. unfortunately for me like my brain was so many other places 
that mm. like it took me a long time to like be able to concentrate on this album <laughs> yeah but i also but also speaking critically too i think that's part of that is that familiarity a part of that is like okay yeah we've heard this before we've heard this tone before mm-hmm. we've heard like Monster of flames do this album already before you know mm-hmm. so talking a little bit about going back to dark divine in 2017 that's like their most progressive album they've ever made even to right. this day uh i don't think this album is more of a continuation of that album i feel like it's just like there there is like progressive stuff in this album but it's like not as progressive as like i would have liked this band to go in mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean these songs are bad does that make sense it does it does Blah! Blah. you gotta have some bleh in there and this was probably another another album that was written in and recorded in 2019 mm-hmm. and uh Going out to track two, Habitual Decline. Yes. Go ahead. No, that that's all I'm saying. Like, the, the, there's no, you know, just listening to it in a different state of mind than when it was written. We're going to be running into that quite a bit through the, for the next year. Um, mm. But, yeah, I mean, it was just fun to get back into that thrashy kind of sound again. I was like, yeah. man, I, I feel like I haven't listened to an album like this in a long time. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I'm... I'm currently looking through my um, 2020 music release date. There aren't, you're right, there aren't a lot of albums that sound like this. And I think we've been kind of avoiding it this year because, Maybe. you know, because of that letter I wrote to the scene <laughs> in 2019 <laughs> of like how fucking, oh, yeah. I'm like sad and embarrassed for how, like, how much you haven't progressed as a, as a genre. But like, when you get reintroduced to it and it's like this good and it's like this refined and like, the songs are just like snappy. They're ca- they're just catchy enough mm-hmm. to keep your mm-hmm. attention. Yes. It's like okay, cool. This is and that goes back to like oh the the comforting blanket uh, of like ah oh, like this is this is what I remember that I liked about metalcore. And yeah. this song is very good. I will this song, that. Habitual Decline, very good. I think I believe this was the first single that was released back in August for mm. this album. Back okay. when this album was first announced. So yeah, I mean this, this song's been around been around for a while. I think I listened to it like once or twice before uh getting to the, getting to the full album but uh yeah very good good stuff yes there's another black i should have counted the black i know <laughs> like it's that'd be a good it, bet it's, like it's, it's starting to hinder on architects range of blechs i know you know architects is definitely like stepping away from the black and like <laughs> and like i feel For like one like song flames like found a black in the in the locker room in the shared locker room with the metalcore scene and like oh i'm, I'm gonna take this home Mm. My bland now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is this is this would be some of my favorite like moths to flame songs. That's for sure. Yeah, and it's and it, it's definitely it it, it it has that hook factor. It has just enough of that hook factor. Something that I'm not very I don't 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 normally associate with this band. Mm-hmm. But uh, but other than that, it's pretty straightforward. I, I would say. Um, so I, I say we go ahead and move forward then to track three. Burn in water, drown, drown in flame. Flames. That's not how physics works. Hmm, valid point. I guess we got to throw this song out. This is, <laughs> this is a fake song right here. Chris Roder, why don't you come back to me when you learn chemistry, buddy? <laughs> I mean, with it, with that screaming right there, I mean, he just he he threw all the logic out the window. It's mm-hmm. like I don't care if it's chemicals or chemistry or physics. <laughs> It's only it. chemical. <laughs> um, now I know Dave uh, went went to the live stream of them 
uh, introducing this album mm-hmm. and gave some insights about certain songs here and there. Yes. I, I, don't, I don't have his we'll message in front talking, of me right now. I will be talking a little bit about the song Fluorescent White and yes. Spiritual Eclipse. Now, I've been seeing word out there that Fluorescent White is some of people's best song of the year. I think that Ooh. song is good, but we'll get there in a minute. We'll get there in just a bit, yes. But uh, yeah, one of the best choruses uh, on this album is from this song right here, in my opinion. Uh, this is one of my favorite songs. I've read this one a lot. Yeah, it is, it is very interesting that we avoided music that sounded like this for most of the year. I don't know if yeah. that means, are we just aging? Are we just aging ourselves out of this scene? I mean, the, the, I think that's yet to be determined. We'll see what the Biden administration brings out of this. <laughs> Biden, I want more metalcore albums. Make it happen. <laughs> Do you want my vote in 2024? I want to see more albums like I this, know. buddy. We better, I mean, two or three more like Monster of Flames albums over the next four years. <laughs> uh, the closest I can come up with is Alpha Wolf. I listened to the new album from Alpha Wolf. Mm. Color in the Clouds, which I think is a little bit more progressive oh, yeah. than this one is. Um, yeah. Boston Manor, which, no, that's more No. Yeah. I listened to that one yesterday. I was like, it's not metalcore, that's for sure. I guess the Amity Affliction is the closest thing, but you know that's the <sighs> most garbage album of this year. So, <laughs> so definitely, like quality-wise, it's you know it's on, it's on a different spectrum. But like musically, I think that's the closest thing that I got for this year, dude. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So yeah, not much to say here. Uh, it's it's a pretty, it's a it's it's a pretty catchy song. I really like the chorus on this one. Uh, this song is one of my favorites, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Want to move on? Moving on. Track four fluorescent here we go some of some of the people out there best song of 2020 that i've I've read well i better not add it to my playlist on my phone or else the rest of the album will disappear from my phone holy shit what are you listening to fuck you bezos fuck you (laughs) are you are you on your phone right now how are you listening to the song yeah oh i I only have a phone i don't have anything (laughs) else to listen to music with i don't have a record player like some of you out there (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so uh, <laughs> uh, and so according to Dave, who, um, you know, friend of the show Dave, who, again, is friends with Chris Roeder, yes. Fluorescent White was one of the songs that he wrote for his wife. Mm. Which is, I mean, this one I can understand. It's the other one that doesn't make much sense. But right. I think that's for, you know, his wife on a bad day. <laughs> but we'll talk about that song more in a minute. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to... I have some lyrics here posted here. You know, a core thing here, nothing left to say. Haunted by the ghost of me. Suffer just to relive the memory. Leaving only the ghost of me. Uh, it's a rom- romance I mean, diver. I'm panty <laughs> panty dropping. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little kind of cryptic about We don't we don't get opinion. focused on lyrics with the song. It's it's totally fine with that one. No no no. <laughs> but like but that gets me intrigued, you know, like Dave told us that this song was written for his wife. So I wonder, like, so maybe not in a romantic way, maybe like something that his wife was struggling with, perhaps, mm. uh, you know. I think he wrote it for, I think he wrote it for Dave's wife. That's what it was. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> I'm so yeah. sorry that your daughter has a name related to mine now. <laughs> you know, I, I, I didn't choose this, but it's... it's yes, it, it, Dave <laughs> didn't consult this with me before he... <laughs> But uh, yeah, this song's dope. Man. Yeah, best song of the year. I, 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 I wouldn't go that far, but no, still. Not, not for me. I mean, best song this... on on the album. I would say yes. 
Oh, best song on the album. Cool. I think so. Yeah, I, I like the energy of it, but uh, um, I, I like the choruses of some of other of some of the other songs uh, a little bit better than this one. But it does have a good flow to it. I like even even though it's pretty formulaic. You got those screaming verses with the singing voices. You know, something that you know no metalcore band has ever done in the history of metalcore. Interesting. Yeah, just pioneers this, this album. But, uh, you know, so it, <laughs> despite the fact that it's pretty formulaic, like it's still enjoyable, and that's right. That's where most of my enjoyment of this album is coming from. Just, um, just how, just how well songs are composed, and how good the choruses are, and how well the songs are, and how well the songs are put together. Uh, so let's go ahead and move on then. Number five, God Complex. Okay. We getting we getting I mean musically tonally we getting we getting deep and I like this. All I like things that we're are s- about Jesus, Homer. <laughs> <laughs> I watched some Simpsons today too. Oh, you yeah. lucky bastard! <laughs> yeah, I was showing I was I was bringing up a reference to my wife about the 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 Bob Dole Bill Clinton uh, <laughs> Halloween episode. Oh God! Because <laughs> we're uh-huh. we're talking about we're talking about the presidency and stuff. So like I, we brought that one. So we watched that episode today. Fuck, mm-hmm. it's so good. <laughs> of course. 24 years together, later. Yeah, together we can lead America into a new golden era. <laughs> Let us out here, Omer. <laughs> <laughs> We're supposed to be talking about like uh, God damn it, Bob Dole. I'm going to I'm going to give a thumbs down to this track though. This this track doesn't do it, do it for me. I like the I like the odd um song structure on this one i like that it's not a formulaic verse chorus verse chorus thing mm. um maybe I do that like was the... my problem mm. <laughs> i'm a very formulaic man <laughs> you like you like what you like man it's fine <laughs> this one's just a full-on thumbs down nothing yeah really about the song did, did much it's, for you. it's not that bad definitely but it's just it didn't strike me in the same way coming out of mm. fluorescent white i'm like all right it's not gonna go five for five yet but uh, it's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think what this song does have going for it is that, um, not time signature, but like the odd um, song structure. And I think mm. that kind of mixes it up just a little bit. Um, you, you don't, you don't want to get that super predictability that like Greener Horizon from last week had, even though mm. the fucking perfect album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't want to yeah. risk falling into <laughs> that. Uh, you don't, you don't want to risk falling into that like formulaic design you know you don't you, you want to kind of keep your listener guessing sometimes okay right? so i mean I, that's what i like about this song you're right that it's like not as great as like let's say fluorescent white or even burn in the water but um yeah it, it, this song is perfectly fine to me it's not like okay. an offensively bad song or anything right but no right. let's go ahead and move on then track six y-o-t-m what could that mean i don't know year yeah. of the moth I was gonna go. You only trump me. <laughs> you only trump me. I love it. You only <laughs> trump most people in Pennsylvania. <laughs> That's right. You only trump Michigan. Michigan. There you go. Minnesota. Except, ex- except when he didn't trump Michigan. Oh my god. So um, no, this this song is uh, not not my jam either. But. This is one of the more aggressive tracks on this one here. You know, right in the middle of the album, we got like the kind of hitting you hard. You know, those those uh, those those blast drums and you know that super aggressive guitar. How about you only take methadone? I like that. 
I like that. I like that too. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's a very pro or anti heroin kind of thing. We're like, okay, you're good now because you only take methadone. I mean, it's, it's positive. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll, we'll go with that one. Unless <laughs> unless proven otherwise, you only take methadone. Um, yeah. I mean, not not the most exciting song on, on on the album. It is, you know, the chorus doesn't hit you pretty hard. Um, but and again, too, it is one of the more aggressive ones. It is one of the ones that's most in your face of this album right but, uh, so uh, so as far as that goes like the you know it helps with the pacing you know god complex it kind of slowed it down just a little bit so now we're back up you know we got like i said we got the blast drums we got the super aggressive guitar we got the over reliance on the screaming i think it's just just a little too over reliant mm. but uh you know i feel like this band is ready for a devil wears prada kind of switch on the next adam time. fuck yeah right. I mean, by album Fuck. six, yeah. it's like, it's going to happen where it's going to be really good and it's going to be, you know, just that much different. But mm. I don't know. I, I don't know who they're, who they're feeling they need to play to. The people who think, you know, outside of the box and are logical or the, 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 the core fan, you know, mm. I don't know. You know, I'm sure they have a good amount of core fans out there. I mean, there's fans out there that would, you know, love them so much that, you know, they name their daughter after them. Mm. We're, we're just teasing you, Dave. But uh, <laughs> you know, um, but you're right. Like, is does this band have such a big following that they feel the need to continue on with this musical style? Like, or or do they not have it in them to create like an act or to go in a more like pro- like I, I I to be honest, like they could have just did Dark Divine Part Two and I would have been happy. Mm-hmm. Like maybe just kind of go in that kind of direction, you know, kind of see where that leads you. Or maybe that was their one and done thing, and that's all they had in them. <laughs> you know, who knows? Either way, I mean, it's still good. I can only leave it at that. Yeah, you know, as long as it's good, I think we'll just continue listening to it. But like, you're right. There is that something missing. You're at, at album five, especially after such a fantastic turn of direction for them with Dark Divine. Um, you you want you expect more, right? You expect this band to continue to surprise you, mm-hmm. not to kind of go back to the well and just mm-hmm. kind of do what you're good at. Uh, this is the next track. Uh, this is track seven, Killing What's Underneath. Mm. Uh, one of the best choruses of the Yeah, album. I like this song a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what track are we on here? Seven? Seven, yes. Okay, yeah. See, again, I, 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 like... get, I get lost within this album, and I don't know if that's oh. my fault or if it's their fault, but oh, no. I'm just, just going to put it out there that I it, it loses my attention there in the middle. But now it brings me back, of course, with yes, this. and this is great too because it, it, this also steps away from the formula that we've established for six tracks. We're doing like the full, um, full vocalizations here for the verses and the chorus, which is great because Chris Roeder has gotten so much better as a singer Man. throughout his career. I mean, imagine if he had stayed with Amoros, what Peach Club would have sounded like. It would have been amazing. Peach Club would have just been this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe uh, but, uh, fewer teenagers would have been inappropriately oh, talked no. to. Oh. oh no, Chris Roeder, don't do it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, dude, this is one of the best songs on the album. I love this one. And I, and I love that it's just like right after that super aggressive song too. So we're, 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 we're introducing a little bit more melodies here. We're bringing in, you know, bringing in more of that pop element that like, mm. I feel like they're great at. Very good uh, tempo change there on the chorus. Oh, I love that. It's, it's yeah. good dynamic there. Nice little like one measure drop, and then just right into that chorus. It's really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Mm. This is yeah. This is one of the best songs of the album. I like this one. 
I, I, I even marked it down as like one of the best songs of the year. Mm. Don't put it on my playlist. <laughs> it's gone forever. It's going to delete it from their masters. Lost together, lost forever. <laughs> bleh. But uh, yeah, no, we haven't heard a bleh in a while. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we got we got we you know we got the formulaic breakdown here. I don't and I don't mean that as like a derogatory term. Like, nah. Like now nah, we got it here. It's they're, good. They, it's good. They know what they're good at. Yeah. And they're and they're 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 sharing it with our fans here. All right. Track, Track eight. eight. A servant of plague. Mm. Not the plague. A servant just, of plague. Just of plague. Interesting. Mm. Love that guitar work. The guitar is definitely like the highlight of this album. The guitar work is definitely leading us the entire time. And I feel like Chris is a, uh, the close second. Exactly. So more of the... We're kind of hitting more back on the... You know, year of the maggot, or what was it? You only take methadone. <laughs> yes, so <laughs> year of the maggot. <laughs> Just the, the Slipknot song. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, yeah. So we're we're kind of going back to the, that 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 tone, and also more of like a odd uh, song structure too. So, so you know, we're we're retreading old ground now. But uh, so 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 right around here is when the album starts to lose me a little. Well, and it's it's like you can. You can tell this album was made before COVID because these are all tracks that would be great live, but they didn't know that they were never going to be playing any of these songs live. You're, so. Yeah, you, I, I think you're onto something. They might have written this. They might have written this like in January or February or something. I mean, that's what's great about Posthuman is that it was written only to be seen live on live stream. So they focused more on the song side of things than what the music was going to do to the crowd. Which I think right. is a good idea moving forward, since we'll never go to a live show again. No, but, that's true. That's just a fact worldwide, or, or at least I mean, in our country, because our fun, our country is fucked. And Biden's done nothing to make this better. So I know I mean, Biden, just, you've had yeah. three and a half hours to <laughs> fix this problem. We're waiting, Biden. I want to hear you only think about maggots live. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Biden, we're waiting. <laughs> So uh, yeah, I, I don't think I gave this song a, I don't think I gave this song a pass. Yeah, this is the first time in the album like it's starting to lose me a little bit, but I think it's just because like we have a song exactly like this like two tracks ago. But, so you know, it's not a terrible song. It's just like right. all right, I'm just, I'm kind of getting lost in the noise a little bit. But uh, so I think it's time to move on. I think. Okay. Track nine, Demon of My Own. Of my own. Oh, there's gonna be really loud guitar. Oh, rounding out the end oh, there of isn't. the album over here. There isn't. Hey, we're actually, I know we're actually mixing it up a little bit. Turned off his distortion pedal for a second. Maybe it broke. You know, it's been going on for like, mm. you know, twenty-eight minutes at this point. You know, it's only got like. Oh, 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 oh! I thought it was gonna come in right there, but no, he was gonna <laughs> step on it, but like it was smoking, so he had to he had to let it rest. Over the the guitar tech is currently right now like trying to fix it or like unplug it put another one in there like, oh, fuck, I, I only have the ibanez one dude like i don't want i don't want the fucking ibanez one it has, it has a weird humming to it i don't like it it's like you don't have to worry about the crowd bro just uh <laughs> slow down we're gonna be okay so, so at least uh, you know changing it up a little a little yeah. bit more on the power ballad side of things here i don't want to say the obligatory ballad of the metalcore album but like this kind of feels like the obligatory uh, uh, ballad not a bad song though it's not my jam. 
it's definitely a nice change of pace, which I think mm-hmm. if I were to criticize this album for its, like the main criticism I have of this album, like it suffers a little bit from pacing. Um, it, it needs a little bit more um, spiciness. It needs, it needs something to mix it up just a, just a little bit. I think this song, I think this album's like two songs too much. In my opinion. I know it's a relatively short album. We can't all I live don't... in your nine track world, Mike. It's just you can't explain me the every... horizon. Prove to me that nine is too much. Nine is where you gotta be, baby. Yeah, nine... And they were just barely nine. One of those songs was an intro track. I know, but it was perfect. It was. It was I wanna be a Kingslayer! <laughs> if only I hadn't have added one of those songs to my playlist of twenty twenty, I would still be able to listen to that album on my Amazon have... app. You're gonna have starring to Jeff Bezos, happened, <laughs> Amazon starring Jeff Bezos stole my posthuman album. I don't know where it is. Anatomy of Evil, Adam. The Anatomy of Evil. <laughs> so going back so, to the song, the song didn't do anything for you at all. Not too much. I'm, I'm not. I'm not feeling it too much on on that side of things. But it's it's not the worst thing in the world. I think the hardcore fans will definitely definitely like it. But I'm holding out for the. I'm holding out for the end of the album. Oh, spiritual eclipse, huh? Well, we're almost there. Uh, but I do like this song. I do like the I do like the change of pace. I think it's definitely much needed, especially with a song like Servant of Plague, which is just kind of like, oh, this song again. <laughs> but uh, let's go to move on then. Track 10, Selective Sacrifice. Sacrifice. Oh, hello there, Distortion Guitar. It's good mm. to hear you again. You're back. The guitar tech managed to fix it. Um, this one, I know we're not there yet. This one has a good chorus. I really like the chorus on this one. We'll get there. Very extended intro. This feels like it could have been like the first song on the album. But yes, chorus, chorus good. <laughs> chorus good orange man bad <laughs> so i feel like the album definitely ends on a strong note yeah this one is a good song i feel like if they just kind of tra- if, if they got rid of track eight um i also want to say if they got no keep track six no yeah two tracks let's get rid of track eight and let's get rid of god complex I think we would have had a solid nine track album. Probably. Probably, yeah. This is yeah, this is a great course. I like this course a lot. Chris Roder's got a really good soaring voice, and I really want to hear like I really want to hear him in a different context. I wonder if it's time for the Chris Roder solo, solo. album. Solo. I think so- solo would be would be very interesting. Mm. Um, but I mean, you got to do what brings in the big bucks. And this band's riding high, right? I don't know. Are they? <laughs> Those billions and billions of the like monster flame fans. I know. So uh, no, I, 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 I do imagine they have a sizable audience, and you know, and you, they, they've been around since 2010, of course. You know, and they're still writing music. So, you know, you got to imagine that their fan base is just only increasing. Right. Well, and they can't evolve too far away from their 2010 sound. I mean. For me, that's almost unlistenable. That would be sacrilege. As in, I, other... I, 
I've never heard those albums, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're only familiar with the Dark Divine and yeah. the EP from last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, because 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 uh, somebody told me that it wasn't worth going back and listening to previous albums. I, I don't know who that was. You might mm. you might have heard that somewhere. You shouldn't be friends with that guy. <laughs> sounds like he sounds like he's bad news. Right. Uh, no, but like speaking honestly, I, I think this album is a good representation of what their what the music sounded like before. But this was just like the best of it. Like you take all the best songs from their pre-Dark Divine albums mm -hmm. and you put them into this one, I think you got a good representation. You're kind of there. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So let's move on then. We got the final track now. Spiritual Eclipse. Like the so, Mitsubishi Eclipse. I, used to, I know. I used to want one. I mean, when I heard this song, I was always like, man, this is like a love song. Just about how good <laughs> marriage can be sometimes. Mm. And Left then you, then you think disintegrate until you're forgotten. <laughs> Turn to dust, withering, you're forever stained. I love you. Yeah, exactly. And you know, just this song you wrote for his wife, really? It's it's not there's no eternity in gold. Or it's not sorry, the other one. It's not there is eternity in gold, it's no eternity in gold. I know. Um, so and I mean when you think about a ring having gold and on it and stuff, um, you know, it's not it's not always forever so i feel like this is a this album feels like it or this song feels like the uh bad day in my marriage song yeah this is the <laughs> quote from uh our friend of the show dave again who is friends with chris roeder somehow fluorescent white and spiritual eclipse are songs he wrote for his wife and i find this very interesting lol <laughs> I, as do that we last, yes. that last sentence right there is perfect <laughs> lol I, I find that very interesting too so i think you might be right it might be like a if that is fact accurate mm, like but that maybe chorus that, baby the chorus is great the chorus is just like i would scream this at my wife all day <laughs> <laughs> <Weather it! laughs> <Weather> it! <laughs> like wow dude a desperate cry for help. <laughs> Mistaken yourself as divine. Deceitful oh the uncultured mind. Wow. Into an infinite flame with nothing to numb the pain. Whoa. I mean, this is like, this isn't like a Brian Fallon divorce album. I mean, this is like, I'm still married to this woman kind of song, right? Yeah. And of course, <laughs> you know, you, you were there at my wedding a couple weeks ago, right? Yes. And you remember yes. when I looked into my new wife's <laughs> eyes. Right. I, held, right. I held her close to me, and I looked yes. her in the eyes, and I said, lose faith in the promise <laughs> that there's death to what you believe. What comes around goes for the throat, tormented until you bleed. Oh, so, man. And I mean, like, my daughter burst into tears when she yeah, heard that. I mean, was she was so like, beautiful. When she I was just in my wife. Like, I thought she was saying that these are happy tears, but she was really saying, like, oh, my God, I'm fearful for Erica's life right now. Yeah. Like, she I told me that later. Someone, but I feel hopeless because I'm just a child, <laughs> you know? I mean, she was so frightened on the drive home. I mean, she wouldn't she wouldn't stop talking about how fearful she was about what's going to happen to Erica now that you guys are married. But I mean, like this song just kind of embodies all of that rage and anger that is a loving relationship. I mean, mm. I, 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 I believe so, too. So, you know, we're, we're joking around a lot, too. But like overall, this song it's fucking good. intense. It's I very love, good. I like it. I love the juxtaposition for the intro into where the song turns, and it just how it kind of goes up, up and down tonally. Like here, right now, we're going back down to you know, where the where the intro was, and I love that ebb and flow. That's a that's a great mm -hmm. pace for the song. Great way to end this album too. 
Um, so overall, you know, the, the, the comedy of this being a love song for his life <laughs> aside, what was your overall thoughts to know eternity in gold? It was, I put it right on par with Dark Divine. I feel yeah. like it, it, it was probably better than their first three albums. Mm. Um, and it had some songs that I really enjoyed and a few that I didn't. And it didn't push the envelope too far past it. In my opinion, it feels like Dark Divine 2.0. But for me, only being two albums in with this band, that's kind of all I need right now. At the same time, wanting them to to push a little bit creatively next time. But, you know, that what, would be what do I know? Yeah. What the fuck yeah. do I know? Yeah, you and I aren't like hardcore like Monster Flames fans and everything and anything too. But like going off of what you said there, especially right in the middle, like I think album six is the perfect time to pull a... Uh, Devil Wears Prada and just go fucking weird go as weird as you want yes. but I wonder um, closing thoughts here I wonder if they have it in them because the fact that for album 5 here while I enjoyed it um, I gave it a 3.5 music score because I did like how like the guitar took the lead in all the songwriting the guitar was definitely the lead in, in like the most of the interesting um, most of the interesting parts of the album and I gave it a personal score of a uh, 3.5 because i you know I, I enjoyed the choruses i enjoyed you know for for what it is which give me a total rating of seven uh so that in mind i do wonder going forward are they just going to keep on doing what's safe to them or are they just going to hopefully try to push the boundaries and push themselves creatively even just do a dark divine part two you know or part 2.5 or something just kind of mm-hmm. just, just kind of stretch yourselves as musicians and stretch yourselves creatively or mm-hmm. or are you too afraid of your fan base to do that because mm-hmm. I, I think there's an argument to be had especially yes. with metacore bands and it's easy for us to sit back and make these kind of judgments from the ease of our computer chairs over the <laughs> internet it's another Suck thing it for like monster <laughs> flames and got him <laughs> But, you know, I mean, we'll keep on listening. This band is on our radar from here on out. Yeah, um, I think we'll... with this album, especially coming off of Dark Divine and that EP from last year, I think they've pushed themselves on our radars to be like one of the top tier metalcore bands of that's currently mm-hmm. out right now, which is great. Yes. It's, you know, they went from a band that like I could care less about to a band that like, oh, they got me interested again. And now like, oh, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to their new stuff now. Yes. Very cool. So, yeah. So, a recommendation from the both of us for Mike Moths to Flame and No Eternity in Gold. Definitely want to hear what you guys thought. Uh, you know, they, you know, it, it is a little bit formulaic, but there is a lot to enjoy here, especially if you're a longtime metalcore fan. If you're like just now getting into metalcore and you listen to this album, I think it's gonna be like the greatest fucking thing you ever heard, to be honest. <laughs> it's like yeah. all, all metalcore is like this. Holy fuck, bro! <laughs> What have but, I been uh, missing? <laughs> oh, you're missing a lot of bland, boring stuff. <laughs> but uh, no, yes, this, this 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 is some of the best metalcore out uh, this year. Um, be out, albeit formulaic, it, it doesn't push the boundaries, but you know, a comforting blanket, if you will. There you go. Glad right. I'm glad that we did that. So I'm glad that we, you know, took took a deep dive into this album. I, you know, a, a fitting a fitting final track by track this year. I think. There you go. All right, cool. Moving Speaking on. of final track by track this year, Adam, we talked a little bit about how we 
been going back and listening to some old stuff. Have you listened to any new stuff before we get into the old stuff yet? Well, listen to your I don't know how, but they found me yes, album. What are your final thoughts on Rasmataz? I'm really interested to hear what you think about this one. It's 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 all right. It's all right. Oh, just all right? Okay. Just all right. Um I don't know what to make of this band except for being a Panic at the Disco side project. It feels like <laughs> um, it's definitely different, but I can't say it wowed me. We'll just put it oh, that way. Okay. I enjoyed, I, I enjoyed about half of it. I gave it a, a six out of 12 altogether. Ooh, okay. That was a lot lower than I thought you were going to go. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm happy to hear or to see that uh, Dallin Weeks is making a name for himself on the getting out of the panic at the disco uh, shadow. Pro- shadow that he was in. <laughs> um, and you know, this album obviously has a lot less uh, teenage girl and boy connection thing. Yeah. It's, um, a, it's a little more grown up, I think mm-hmm. even the subject matter that they, they, they kind of delve dive in that they kind of uh, dive into here. It's, 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 it's definitely not pandery. Right. It's definitely, it feels like music that was written by, someone in their late twenties, early thirties, four people in their late twenties and thirties. Right. And it's, it's pop music. A hundred percent. Yeah. There's, there's nothing metalcore about this. No, no epic breakdowns or <laughs> bless going on, but I, I enjoy this song for my wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed, you know, leave me alone. I liked mad IQs. I liked sugar pills. I liked, uh, a couple more, um, but yeah, it was still a six out of twelve in my opinion, though. I mean, mm, I'm, okay. I'm going to still be listening to it here uh, prior to the end of the year, but uh, that's that's kind of where I'm at with that one. I don't feel like I want to go back and listen to their EP. Um, but the I feel Christmas like drag. <laughs> and was it something about 1981 EP? Yeah, I don't like remember. So uh, yeah, it was it was cool. I'm glad that I listened to it because I've been hearing okay. their name for a long time and definitely wanted to give it a spin. Um, but I know you, 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 you thought it was, uh, I, I over- honestly think this is one of the best albums of the year. I, I really do. I love this album from start to finish. I think even the silly tracks, like nobody likes the opening band, which I think is quaint. Uh, I like that quaint. song a lot. Um, quite, but, uh, quite quaint. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that would be a good one for him to play when he is the opening band. No, <laughs> you know this isn't the big band though. I, mean, I don't think it's. I like, know that's what I'm saying. I think like, they're still the it, opening band, <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. Like when they are the opening band, they're, it's not oh, like this shit. band is headlining or playing anywhere live right now, anyway. But it's a good song to open your opening set with. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, it's that's a, cute, but I don't, I don't really like this song very much. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I get it. I, I just think like I just think like it's musically very diverse. I do like the pacing of it. It doesn't feel its length. You know, the, if you get a digital version, it's only 37 minutes. If you get the physical version, which I don't have, it's 42 <laughs> minutes. You get an extra song. You get, you get an extra, extra two one and a half minute songs. Yes. Uh, but uh, that's strange. So, are they worth it? Who knows? I don't know. I'm not going to get the we'll physical version. We'll but, never uh, know. But uh, yeah, so I, I don't think it feels its length. Not that it's long, but it, it, I feel like it's, it's a very no, brisk album. It definitely flies by, which mm-hmm. is cool. Yeah. And I just think that each each chorus is unique. And surprising in its own way and in a in a year that surprised me with how great the pop albums that we listened to have been this was just another great surprise and from a band that like i had no idea who they were until the beginning of this year 
and I had no idea what to go into or what to expect going into this. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, much a huge surprise. Uh, so I definitely recommend it. It's one of the best albums of the year for me. So kind of shocked to see that you only liked six of the 12 songs. So. Well, it might, but I get it though. It might come up on appeal. You never know. It's been a yeah. it's been a busy week of you know you got, you're you're paying attention to other things while you're listening to music, <laughs> so you know things could change. You never yeah. know. Maybe listen to this music album again when you're not panicking <laughs> that that fascism is coming to their country. You know, so. <sighs> like well, um, but then I listened to this everything in slow motion album as well. Oh, that was interesting. I, I again, I, I'm not going to say that it's the best album of the year but not mind-blowing but yeah uh, very pleasant uh listen at least it looks like this guy has been around for a couple other albums in mm-hmm. different incarnations but again um, this, is, this is a band that neither of us have been familiar with just a nice little surprise it was yeah. a recommendation uh listener daniel and so thank you for that thank you for sending, yeah. it, sending it, I, that our way. it it's definitely got some thrice vibes yes some, some visu kind of vibes going on here i can't say it's as epic as visu but um you still get that 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 vibe i felt like it was long though for 10 tracks yeah, it, it was, seemed to take a it long definitely time definitely dragged like it's just only had the opposite problem that the razzmatazz had uh, so you know they're about the same length but like this one feels like an hour long <laughs> and i think that's because of the lucid tones i think it's because mm-hmm. of like the the dry delivery of the lead singer i think it's i think i think it's a choice but um yeah it, it's didn't come off as super enjoyable in my opinion so i gave it a six i really enjoyed the clementine song on there that so, is a beautiful song i like yeah. that song a lot so i gave it a six out of ten um but just again i'm happy to listen to new music that people we know seem to like so that's yeah. cool send it our way baby and uh don't bother with that american football band um, oh no i got uh, this was probably their best album at a four out of eight and uh, lp3 lp3 from 2019 um Haley williams is on it so that was interesting oh cool singing in a much more lower alto kind of kind of voice which was kind of interesting and hey we're yeah. very familiar with low toned low energy uh Haley williams aren't we exactly but this was like like vocally like she's singing like a like a like a young man so uh <laughs> like i was just like that is Haley williams singing <laughs> like a like a boy but that's okay that's okay she's but allowed old man river <laughs> exactly so i mean it's the same old same old i guess if you like this band you're gonna like it but the songs were a little bit better this time it's a four okay. out of eight i'm never going to listen to this band again Oof, rough. The, end, the end of the road <laughs> hey at least you gave it a try man i know i know and i think that's about it for me this cool. week i'm listening to that pup ep um sounds Ooh, like he's not quite there yet. The Pup EP? This place sucks ass. You've listened oh, to it a couple of times. Yeah, that's right. Um, I was mistaken for something else. Sounds like he's he's writing about like he almost died. Somebody had a near death experience. But, yeah, there's uh, there's some dark imagery in this album. It's interesting. EP. I still like I'm I I struggle to wrap my head around enjoying this band, but I guess I'll have a better understanding of this album next week. Or this yeah. EP. Oh, you just you just started listening to it? Yeah, yeah, and it's just like the the sound of the band is very 
abrasive to my ear. So <laughs> yeah, that's a choice though, right? That's I know like, it's, it's their style. It's fine. It takes a while for it to kind of settle in with me. So it's just like my initial reaction is just like, Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> Turn it off. Yeah, and they're definitely going for that garage rock kind mm-hmm. of like gross out of slightly out of tune <laughs> guitar tones. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I'll, I'll still give it a valid, uh, listening to. A thorough listening to right on so we've been we've been uh, revisiting old stuff then huh how many albums did you listen to this past week from 2020 uh that that, that was it I got my razzmatazz and my everything in slow motion oh okay but you know, but you're going back to listen to old stuff all right oh for the year yes yeah um yeah i'm up to i'm, up, I'm almost halfway through my year so, oh already uh, yeah <laughs> it just currently... flow by I am currently in April right now. I listened, okay. you know, so I, I went back and, you know, I'm not going to list everything that I listened to, but, you know, I fell back in love with the, the Halsey album, Manic. Mm, so um, good. So good. Yeah, that's such a good album. Brave uh, Faces, everyone. Uh, I've been meaning to put out there. Has anybody checked in on Spanish love songs post-COVID? Uh, this band was in a bad place pre-COVID. Please, somebody, yes. let us know if this band is okay. The lead singer, I mean, is he in a ditch somewhere? Did he finally succumb to all of his evils? Or is he just kind of like, I'm just hanging out, waiting for COVID? I, I don't well, know. I haven't heard anything from this band since March when all this well, went down. Well, they just released a music video for the song Optimism. Thank which God. is actually a really cool thing because like, they asked people to send in footage of them eating cake or doing, um, which is a reference to um, that. Have you seen the music video for A Boy Considers It's Haircut? No. Where he's just in a pool while the rest of the band is having fun. And he's in a pool <laughs> just eating cake very solemnly. Oh. And it's, just, it's a one take thing. The camera just like holds on him eating this fucking cake. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I can't watch videos. That well, it's, like... it's meant to be like a very depressing thing. Like while the world around him is like, having fun like he's just stuck yes. in this depressive things so, you know you you get it metaphors adam check so in like, on this band this band <laughs> needs our help this band has just been stress eating cake all year long it's been a long eight months joe biden's <laughs> done nothing to help this band it's been almost four hours and joe biden still has not had a covid vaccine <laughs> so anyway i really enjoyed that album and i'm looking oh, forward to man. talking about it more maybe That's, this is also an album like I've been listening to over and over again all year. Mm. So just going back to it, it's just another fucking joy. And I finally, I finally, um, um, batten down like which two songs are going to go on to the best songs of the year list. Please so add about- at least two songs to your end of the year list. Fuck this one song per album. Hey, you know what, Adam? It's a weird year. I might exactly. do that kind of Thank stuff, you. you know? So, so you you developed a new love for everyone loves you until they eat you. I, I I live <laughs> blogged my reaction to this Amity Affliction abortion of an album. Man, oh, you really God. when that band I, does bad, you you go hardcore. Like there's something that you know that when they go bad, it it, it a little part of you dies. And like I've you, you don't talk as openly hatredly about any any other band when it's bad except for the amity affliction i don't know what's wrong with you as a person but <laughs> i don't i'm just saying like i've i'm, I'm i just want you to you know think why about i want you to think about you that know why i hate everyone hates you period <laughs> until I, the amity die. affliction 
a horrible death. Yes. You want to know why I hate this album so much? It's not just well, save it, save it till December, Mike. We okay. have a lot in December okay. to talk about. I'm just gonna say the reason why this this was one of the, okay. First of all, we talked a lot about this band over the over the past few years. This is one of the this is one of the first bands that you and I really bonded over. Right. This is a band that like means a lot to us. They have Ooh. albums that are that we're gonna carry to the to our fucking graves, Adam. Chasing mm. Ghosts, Young Bloods, Let the mm. Ocean Take. Mm. Those are fucking amazing albums. Yes. You know, and then they kind of do they kind of take a little bit of a dip. And album number five. It's like, okay, well, this isn't the best, but there's like some good stuff on here. And then they kind of go like, oh, misery, they're going in a really cool direction. Oh, but some of the songs aren't aren't that great. But like, you know, but I'm excited for the future. And then they release this album. Mm. Album number seven. And Six. what do they do? Seven? Six? Yeah, seven. seven. This is number seven. Yeah. What and what do they do? They release some they release some know. of the worst music they've ever released. And remember. Fucking, remember. And they I'm, completely throw away all the progress just of just two short years earlier. What what what, what is that? What is what that? is that, man? I mean, Green Day released American Idiot as their seventh album. Amity Affliction released this album <laughs> as their seventh album. I mean, the, you can't yes. sometimes knock it out of the park every time. I mean, they tried. Well, no, they, they didn't try. They didn't try. To Australia, <laughs> they they tried a lot. This was the number. This, this album made it number two in the Australian charts. Oh, I'm just they're saying, going down. They're going down. Going down. Downward decline, baby. But uh, I'm just saying, yeah. there's there's a couple tracks I could listen to on there. Not me, baby. I'm going to talk more about that in our end of the year discussion. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. um, other than that, uh, I, I just I'm I'm up to uh, I just listened to the 1975, so I'm up to whatever month that album came out. Is that June? Yes, I that, think it's that no, is. June. Oh my God, where is it? May 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 22nd that came out. Ah, yes. Oh, so you re, so you already re-listened to like Mystery Band and Dance Gavin yes. Dance and yes. Okay, cool. It was it was quite the journey, and. Uh, Yes, yeah, it was. That's a how, long how, album. That's 1975 band. But did you did you did you re-listen to Brian Fallon, or are you gonna just go ahead and be like, oh, no, I re-listened. I, I re-listened to Brian Fallon, nice. and I was nice. I, I I listened to that album while watching the news this week, and I was able to not <laughs> not think about the news for like 33 minutes, however long it why, was. Why even have the news on if you're gonna put that album? On? I know, like what. Well, and then, like you know, you start adding songs to a playlist, and then oh, wow. all of a sudden, the rest of the album disappears, and all you're left with on your phone <laughs> is just those songs, and that that's that's where I stand now. Apparently, I can never yeah. listen to that album all the way through again. I only get uh, the the songs that I enjoyed to add to my playlist. One shot. What the? Yeah. So you're about yeah, midway through already for yes. for your year. So yeah, I've I'm right now in where did I say April. So I, I still got to go to the Johnny Craig and Smith Street Band and Enter Shikari and, you know, looking forward to, you know, as much as I didn't like that album on first glance, I'm kind of looking forward to listen to Haley Williams, see if there's anything else I can glean mm. from Pedals to Armor, see if there's I, anything redeeming I can pull from it. I listened to it this morning and it wasn't as bad as I had remembered. So I was, I was pleasantly improved upon yeah, that, that's what i'm hoping for for at least mine i'm not expecting this album to have a sudden like 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 explosion right. in my head like oh i get it now that julian baker song no no <laughs> surprisingly one of my favorite songs on that album but uh yeah, look forward to listening to some creeper and some revisiting some slaves and mm. the, 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 <laughs> you should you should revisit your, never mind <laughs> you set yourself up for that mike come on <laughs> I, I walk right 
that, you know. So yeah. So lots your, of fun albums to revisit this week. Your children need to see you, Mike. You should revisit them. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have children. But, uh, yeah. So also uh, this week we so we, we do have a few more albums to look forward to for the rest of the year. Um, oh, Makari, an album that I talked about in 2018 with their album yeah. Hyper Real. They had yeah. a new EP this past week called Continuum, Ooh. which I'm still listening to. It came right. out this past Friday, so I'll, I'll share my thoughts with that uh, on next week's album. So by next week, we shall have we should have the two new Meg Myers EPs. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I will be diving into the Young Blood album, which that comes out on December 4th. Uh, Adam, you'll be diving into some Smashing Pumpkins, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm looking forward to your thoughts on that as a resident Smashing Pumpkins fan. Yes, and some Signals and some Jason Lancaster EP. Oh yeah, Signals. I got to write that down too. I'm gonna give that one a give that one a tentative listen. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we are vastly approaching the end of the year. I know we say that every week, but uh, this time we mean it. So I think. You know, the next week or so, we should kind of do like an end of the year wrap up, kind of talk about 2020, uh, this fucked up, crazy ass year of ours. <laughs> and and we should also share the results of the draft. I know we're still waiting on a couple of bets for the you and me, but we do have like the, the results we'll for, the, for the listener draft as well. So we should share that um, when when that comes up. But uh, yeah, we, we should do a wrap up episode right before we do, uh, you know, uh, end of the year stuff i know and unfortunately it's like either trump will leave the white house now or he'll do the kicking and screaming early 2021 well, it sounds so. like the kicking and screaming has already started he's planning <laughs> on he's planning on staying in the oval <laughs> like no. the big baby he is it's, it's it's so sad what did the the onion posted that eric trump asked his dad dad are we poor now <laughs> <laughs> i love it I, Ah, the onion the only true news network out there mm-hmm. uh, but uh, uh so yeah so hopefully now that if if decency comes back to the white house the onion can go can once again go back to satire <laughs> maybe maybe oh man. all right so, cool yeah, well we, until we next time a lot of, we shared a lot of thoughts on this week's episode uh you know a lot of political thoughts but i i uh, what i like though is that i i, I like where you and yours and mine headspace are in it you know we're not here to like bash anyone but trump and his loud ma- and and the loudmouth trump supporters so you know i think we had a pretty good discussion at least of where we feel the country is at and where we feel like we might be going so you know we hope that the listeners at least found that productive you know i don't i don't want to sit here and be like hey biden once suck at trump's you know I don't, a part of me <laughs> no, wants to be like we, that because we, like, we've all we all continue to lose just like every presidential election none of us are actually yeah. winners in this yeah. at all <laughs> at the end of the day even though trump I, i'm sorry, even, but, even though biden is a new president like i don't feel like he represents like his, at least the, the things that he's trying to push for in his policies i don't feel like he really represents the values of the majority of the people uh, i know the majority of the people voted for him but like i'm, I'm talking about like they'll kind of leave me alone kind of like i just want you know i just want to at the most for the most part people just want to be left alone people want to people believe in like li- civil liberties for everybody and things like that so you know as far as that goes like i don't think biden is re- fully representative but at least we can move back to a 
to a sense of normalcy. Mike, we got to give him a chance. I mean, just like I said about Trump, I I said to Trump (laughs) about Trump four years ago, it's like, you know, (laughs) what's the worst that can happen, Mike? I mean, just give the guy a chance to finally like give it, give it a a real effort. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Famous last words from four years ago, but uh, yeah, but, but I, I, I do like not to pat ourselves on the back or anything, but like, I do think we had a pretty good, pretty productive, um, discussion about it so i'm happy that that did it in turn to like name calling or anything like that but uh but yeah if anybody has anything to say about what we talked about or any comments about uh or counterpoints i'd love to hear them you know because i I'm, I'm i'm still definitely confused at the 71 million votes that trump got like this should have been the easiest landslide ever but it, it it's it still proves to me that there's people who excuse that behavior or maybe not or maybe there's something else that i'm missing that i i just don't see so i mean i definitely want to get some answers here i mean that you just gotta draw the line at pedophile and 71 million people couldn't do that well i mean he said before he became president that if his daughter wasn't his daughter he'd fuck the shit out of his daughter right but she's an adult (laughs) (laughs) so it's not pedophilia she's an adult Okay. I'm just saying. An- answer gotten. I, I, <laughs> so, folks, yeah, we had we, we had a lot of discussions. Uh, I think healthy discussions here on this episode. So, I'd love to hear what you think. Uh, what are your thoughts on no eternity in gold? And do you hate your wife as much as Chris Rutter hates? Your wife? <laughs> I want to know that too. Oh, that was so funny. Oh, I love it. Okay. Uh, we. I mean, he's, you can he's just saying what we're all thinking. <laughs> oh God, that's terrible. <laughs> You can find us over at the downfall of mankind over on Facebook uh, dot com slash skinny with Mike and Adam. You want to talk to me over on Instagram? That's at Instagram at Mike Wears Prada. Uh, you can email us like some of our listeners and some of these band members, uh, you know, who share their music with us over at the skinny with Mike and Adam uh, dot, at Gmail dot com. And a thank you again to the slime. Uh, from Canada, <laughs> definitely a very interesting song, but again, super dope. And you know, it's outside of what we normally listen to. So I hope that you guys go check them out, go support them over there at the Slime Hardcore at Bandcamp.com and SlimeHardcore.com, and uh, give mm. them a listen. Let them know the skinny sent you. Yeah. Uh, so that'll do it for this week's episode. For my co-host Adam, uh, for my running mate Adam, <laughs> I am your president-elect. Mike, <laughs> and like we say after every presidential election on this show, uh, Hillary in 2024. The emails, Adam, <laughs> the emails. Have I don't you know. forgotten Benghazi? Uh, uh, right. Emails, emails, and the Hunter Biden laptop. Who knows what could have been on there that they didn't get to tell us? This Tucker whole... Carlson, produce the laptop, Tucker. Do it, do it. I mean, if there's if there's child whatever on there, we need to know. I can't trust the father of a pedophile who's also a pedophile. I mean, there's so many pedophiles. I just can't even. Pizzagate. <laughs> By Don. 2020.